0: From the game gurus at Snakes and Lattes, you're listening to the Snakes Cast, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network.
1: Welcome back to the Snakes Cast, everyone. With me again this week is Todd Campbell. Hi there. And the two of us are going to be facing some serious guru voodoo for the first time. Contributed by an actual person on Twitter. Uh, with many thanks to. Mokliamto. I'm not quite I'm pretty sure that's an amalgamation
0: of. It looks like an amalgamation yeah. of something. Uh, anyway. So,
1: in any event, thank you so much for contributing this. Here's what uh, they had to offer us Guru Voodoo. One person really likes meaty euros, but the rest of the group isn't so sure about them, though open to anything. And I hope you guys in the audience can hear the quotation marks around open to anything. <laughs> And uh, Todd, you've, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've had that moment where people say to you, oh, well, we're open
0: for anything. And I have. I have actually one of the first, one of the, the very first week that I started guruing, mm-hmm. um, I had a table sit down and uh, this woman came up to me and said, I really want you to teach our table Puerto Rico. I'm like, yeah, of course I'll teach you Puerto Rico. Sure. And it wasn't until a I got halfway hero. through my teach that I realized <laughs> that she was the only board game person at the table. Everyone oh, else my. was a newbie. And so I sat with them for about a half an hour, working them through a couple of rounds of play, and I came back at the end. And one of the guys looked at me and said, "That was the most complicated game I've ever played in my life. There can't be anything more complicated than that." <laughs> to and which to I kind of fair, laughed. be fair,
1: it is moderately complicated. It is it, a, is. it is a heavy euro. It is a heavy. It thing. is a meaty euro, in the uh, in the words of our contributor here.
0: But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it, that's a tough table. It is, and the 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 problem. With that, and, and now if someone brings me that, that quandary, I wouldn't bring them Puerto Rico. <laughs> Is that even though the person who wants to play Puerto Rico may have a great time, we risk losing those other people to the hobby. Absolutely. But they think that all board games are these crazy, heavy games that you can't possibly have fun with unless you're an accountant. Or, um, or unless, yeah, it, it takes several, even for board game experts, it takes several plays of that game
1: to really sort of get a sense of what the heck you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, you need something a bit more accessible. But on the other hand, well, of course, uh, this is the quandary. You bring something heavy, you risk disappointing the other three. You bring something simple, you risk disappointing the one. Mm -hmm. You try to shoot in between, and you risk disappointing all of them.
0: True, true. Um,
1: The other thing, too, is that people who like heavy Euros tend to be very, very particular about the kind of games they like. Yes, very. they're, they're, they're They're the most specific about this is what I like, I don't like this, I don't like that. And uh, obviously people who are new to board games present challenges of their own. So how are we going to deal with this? What's
0: what's your first step? Well, um, the first step is trying to find a theme. If you can find a theme to to latch everyone on to, that can help. And also exploring uh, some other mechanics that the heavy Euro uh, gamer might be into playing that are not necessarily heavy Euro game. Like, are they completely against luck? Sure. Like if, they, if they want a no luck game, then I can try and find something that is a little lighter in terms of rules and has very little or no luck. Like Intrigue, for example. Like Intrigue. or um...
1: Although a lot of Euro game players also really don't like negotiation in games. <laughs> <That's because laughs> intrigue is a game of pure negotiation and bribing and convincing other people to do what you want them to do that's uh wow it's true it's this is a tough one it's very tough it's very tough okay so let's 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 look at some possible categories of games that we could uh, we can bring up. what about a mm. co-op cooperative game co-ops are nice um so that uh, the, the new players would be they'd all be on the same side they wouldn't feel lost they'd uh, they'd sort of be working together with yeah. their expert friend of course the problem with co-ops is the alpha player right if uh, if, if, if our expert player decides that you know, that we want to make sure that we all win, mm-hmm. and they figure out the best way for us all to win, and they start telling their friends, okay, so first to win, you need to do this, and you need to do that, and you need to do that, then, well, yeah, alpha then, player. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then they're just playing solitaire with their friends sitting at the table.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's, that, that might do a lot more than Puerto Rico to drive uh, the others away from games
0: permanently. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's probably not the way to go. Unless there's a game, that, uh, a co op game, that manages to avoid the alpha
0: player in one way or another. There um, are some. There like, are
1: some. Uh, like Escape, Curse of the Temple, or Space mm-hmm. Alert. Those both have... Uh, they're, they're both real-time games. Right. So there's no time for one player to
0: tell everybody else what to do. Yeah. There's Hanabi. Right. Which has no... There's no possible way in Hanabi exactly. to be enough an alpha Cards
1: are facing away from you, and you're, you're only very, very restricted in terms of what you're allowed to say. So yeah, one person can't take over the whole game. That, yeah. that could
0: do it. Hanabi's a bit on the short side, though. It is. It is. It's not a heavier game, so that may drive the heavy Euro player away from it. Sure. It,
1: uh, and also the others, after playing it once or twice, like, okay, they've they played it once or twice. They've, it's taken them about 45 minutes, and they're ready for something else now, please. Yeah. So that's, that's a potential pitfall there. Well, we mentioned negotiation games when I brought mm-hmm. up Intrigue earlier on. Um, what do you think of an intrigue game for this group? Or rather, sorry, a negotiation game for this group. I say an intrigue game, that's a bit of a slip, because pretty much that does wind up being the deal, right?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, a negotiation game might work. Um, something like I'm the Boss or even Bonanza. Um, right, with the uh, bean farming and yeah. trading beans to, to score points. A lot of
1: Eurogamers like Bonanza quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, it's, it's, it's got this friendly, cute, colorful art on it, but the more you play it, the more you realize there are these sort of Cutthroat undercurrents to it,
0: and it's very easy. The rules are extremely accessible,
1: and it gives you an incentive to give stuff away for free. I mean, sometimes it's actually to your advantage to give somebody free cards, so you yeah. get them out of your hand and can play something else instead. So that that actually could work really well. But uh, the big problem, of course, with negotiation games and heavy euro gamers, is the level of interactivity. This is true. I mean, obviously, euro games are mostly about each player doing their own separate thing. As soon as things get interactive then weaker players can gang up on stronger players and the person who's more skilled can suddenly become vulnerable to getting ganged by the other players. Yes, yes. So something like, again, uh, intrigue might be a problem there, although the the inherent friendliness of Bonanza might actually just pull it off, so maybe that would do it. Might. So uh, what about a dudes on a map game? Kind of game that's uh, one of the descendants of of Risk where you've got a map and you've got dudes on this map and you move them around and they fight or something.
0: Could be. It just depends on how much luck there is involved in the game. Most mm. Euro gamers do not like luck in any That's way, true. shape, or form.
1: So, so risk is, is right out. Yeah. Uh, even uh, games in the, in the genre that have more of a Euro slant like Cyclades, mm-hmm. the dice are used to resolve combat in Cyclades. They, they're, 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 they're heavily balanced towards the middle. You don't see a lot of upsets in that game, but they do happen.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, something like Kemet, which we talked about uh, mm-hmm. last month, um, where it's a simultaneous action selection. I pick a card, you pick a card, and then we both reveal what we've picked, and, and we see who wins.
0: Yeah, Kemet could be a, a, a great choice for a group like that. How many, how many people does Kemet play, though?
1: Uh, two to five. And it that. scales quite nicely between them. It is a bit on the complicated
0: side, though. It is, and that might be like the skill tree
1: with, exactly, all, the with all those upgrades and power-ups that you can get. would probably terrify most new ones. <laughs> It's true. You've got a little (laughs) book that you have to pass around with the stuff you can shop in. I've done okay with commit before with new Mm -hmm. players, but uh, it it can take a lot to get them in in the first place. And the presence of an expert gamer at the table could sort of tip the scales in favor of demoralizing them. When I've I've done well with new players, it's always been a whole table of new players. Right, right. So they're just like, screw it, I'm going
0: to do this. (laughs) Um, So maybe that wouldn't work either. Um, I mean, perhaps a game like Survive. That could work. Survive is a very aggressive game and there's uh, except for turning the tiles there's no there's no roll and move it's not there's no luck in combat Well there
1: maybe. kind of is luck because when you flip a tile you don't know if it's going to have a shark or a well, boat. in there. This is true. And the interactivity once again if, I, if if the other players make up their mind they're going to send the sea servants over to eat your people then you're not getting to the island safely.
0: Yeah, maybe that's not a great idea. But
1: uh something like El Grande might work though. It's uh, yeah. sort of a, a non-violent dudes on a map game where it's just uh, do I have more of my guys in this section than anybody else?
0: Mm-hmm. If, I, if there mm-hmm. are, I get
1: points. So that could work. There's not a lot of luck in El Grande either. No. So that, that might possibly be we uh, want to go with.
0: Hmm. Have you played El Grande? I have not. I know of it, uh, but I haven't played it. It's, haven't. One, it's one of those real monolith
1: games like Settlers of Catan from the mid-90s and that early explosion of Euro games. It's uh, it, 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 it really holds up. It stands the test of time. Another one that might be a really good
0: suggestion would be Radis. Have you played Rattles? Oh, right, the Plague Rat game. Yes. The map of here year with rats moving around spreading plague. Which feels like a war game like Risk, but there is no luck in it. Hmm. There's absolutely no luck in
1: it. it was, uh, there was also Balance of Power, which is a straight-up war game. Yes. Where you're conquering territory and stuff, and it has no luck. You, uh, it's got a rock-paper-scissors thing.
0: I've had terrible luck with Balance of Power. Me too. I think that the core audience who's going to like Balance of Power likes Risk and they missed the dice too much to enjoy yeah. the game. They'd rather play with, with
1: the dice than, than, than play rock, paper, scissors. I've
0: never taught the game where I didn't walk away and someone was backing it up.
1: Yeah, that's the, the same thing happened to mm-hmm. me. It, even though it's an easy teach, yeah. simple rules that it should... That's a good game. It, I mean, it's, 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 it is on paper, at least, uh, yeah. as, long as, as long as you don't mind perfect information games. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, for some reason, it never seems to quite click. It doesn't have that secret sauce. Yeah. Well, how about a one-against-many game? We did an episode on those a little while back, a game where, mm-hmm. so where we could have our Euro expert player right. go up against the other three as a team, something like a Scotland Yard type of thing. Or Letters from Whitechapel. Right, which the modern Scotland love. Yard, the Jack the Ripper thing. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the problem with Letters from Whitechapel is that one player has to know the game really well and be really precise and not make any mistakes, but as long as we assign our Euro experts to be Jack, then to be the, in that role... That could work very well. We're pretty much good. Yeah, actually, that's that's a
0: great suggestion. So yeah, that's, Are there any other one against many games that might? Uh... Um, there are, but none that I can think of that would be simple enough for people to pick up. There's games like Doom or Descent or Fury of Dracula. But those are all really heavy games, though. They are exactly. Um, Let's see. What else can we? It, it,
1: it usually it's either horror or fantasy. Yeah those games so something like last night on earth but I guarantee you our Euro fan would not have fun playing the zombies on last night I mean, <laughs> no that's, that's not no 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 not I, gonna I
0: think letters from Whitechapel is probably our best bet in that
1: category so alright let's it, it looks like we've I, th- I think we've got our three games to bring to the table now we bring them Bonanza mm-hmm. we bring them El Grande and we bring them letters from Whitechapel and maybe uh, to sort of warm them up a bit of Hanabi yeah that's that. Would, wow that would actually work I think, I think we've done it yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's, it, when, I, when I was first looking at this, I was thinking that we might have to kind of admit defeat, at least a little bit on this, because you know, fans of heavy Euros don't usually have fun unless they're playing with other fans of media Euros, because yeah. they, they get to have a relatively non-interactive game where each of them is playing well and presenting mm-hmm. a good challenge to the others without directly getting one another's faces. So, uh, really, for this one, it's a question of who's most willing to go outside their comfort zone.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that like I said at the top of this, we, we really have to make sure that we, we we bring a game to the table that the newbies are going to enjoy. Because yeah. if, we, if we bring something to them that they're going to hate, then they're going to write off board games entirely. It's true. No matter how much fun the others... It's
1: a Trek reference. Uh, the needs of the many <laughs> outweigh the needs of the few or the or one. Or the one. We, we, that's, that's what you have to do and, uh, since, and, and to be honest the, um, our Eurogamer expert player is already his or her friends are already indulging them yes by agreeing to come to the snakes and sit down with them and agree to play a board game so it's, I think it's kind of on the expert player yeah. to sort of maybe go a little bit outside their comfort zone a little bit farther because the others are, are they're already agreeing to come this far True. so there you have it folks Guru Voodoo success if you've got a guru voodoo that you'd like to test us out with send a tweet to us uh it's Snakescast, very very easy to remember Uh, or contact us on facebook or any of your other favorite social media things we will be watching and we will do our best to answer everyone that comes up in the meantime thanks for listening this is jonathan moriarty with todd campbell game on game on thanks for listening snakes and lattes offers a unique service for your next party Snakes on the Go, Board Game Catering. Your own personal game guru and an assortment of our hottest games right in your living room or boardroom. Birthdays, anniversaries, corporate team building. Everything is more fun with board games. Visit snakesandlattes.com SOTG for more details or to book your event today.
0: Until next time, I'm P.T. Douglas. Game on.